0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the WPB Consulting Podcast. I'm Austin, your host. If you have not heard the WPB Health Consulting Podcast before, let me give you a little bit more information. WPB Consulting brings clarity to coaching through evidence-based practice and practical application. What we do is we bring health practitioners to you to make sure that you have the best evidence and the best practical application to build muscle, confidence, and successfully live a better life. How we do this is through our coaching services and social media. Last but not least, if you find any value out of this podcast, please like or share. We honestly can't thank you enough. We'd love to get our mission out there so that everyone can hear how we bring clarity to coaching. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, super excited to have a new guest on the podcast here today. Today's guest is Katie Douglas. She's an entrepreneur and yoga instructor in Pella and Newton, Iowa. On today's podcast, she discusses several amazing topics I can't wait to dive into. First, seeking to understand how health has impacted her life. Second, how she's welcome changed in her life to really focus on her 10-year vision. And last but not least, how she is invested in herself and her vision to bring clarity to coaching. So without further ado, let's hear what Katie has to say for us today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the WPB Consulting Podcast. Uh, my name is Austin, your host. Um, Today we have an awesome guest that uh, was on one of our first podcasts and the second time she's been on our podcast and one of the influential driving people in my life that I loved to just express gratitude towards. Um, The the last thing that I like to say here um, before we get started is um, our guest today is Katie Douglas. She is an entrepreneur. She is a successful entrepreneur and really drives me to to reach outside my comfort zone and really push me so thanks katie for being on the podcast here today i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to really sit down with us and give us your your mission of bringing clarity to coaching
1: uh yeah no this is my favorite place to hang out and always talking with you is good it's authentic it definitely hits a place in me that i love to share and you bring out the best of people so much respect is sent right back your way because i understand that you're hustling and working hard just like everyone else out here and there's a lot of respect that
0: i have for that well thank you i appreciate it and um for those listeners who haven't listened to katie's podcast i will provide that in the description below from the first one so that you guys can check it out but let's get started man i'm so excited to get get into this here today um finally we have you on the podcast for the second time so first things first, let's get the show started off right. Like how has, you know, physical fitness and wellness really impacted your life and your business, um, school, you know, and your everyday life? And how do you stay proactive in in gaining more knowledge about, you know, the coaching side of things or the performance side of things? It's kind of a two-part question, but I like to get to know that a little bit more in depth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, physical health is everything. And You have to know me when I talk about physical health, really health in general to me is not one thing nor the other. It's all the things. So when I talk about health with people, it's definitely holistic. And when I say that is physical, mental, emotional, and I've been doing a lot of spiritual work lately. And that is definitely not, don't think religion, think more of like digging deep within yourself to understand like what it is you truly need out of life and out of health. Because once again, health is not at any point a one size fits all. So as soon as someone starts to tell you that, you should start asking some questions because the questions you need to be asking is looking within yourself and saying, what is it that I need? So when I look at health for myself, that changes constantly. And I'm sure you understand this too, It is, it depends about, it all depends on what stage of life am I in and what season am I in? At no point, you know, something may work for me now, but it may not work for me in a year. Not only are our bodies constantly changing, but your life is constantly changing and your health needs to change around that, right? Health is always a priority, but it's not gonna be concrete throughout your entire life. My gosh, we all change. Your health is going to change. Let's all just have like an amen moment for that.
0: So (laughs) is,
1: yeah. And I think that you probably know too is people get so upset um, with not being able to understand. And it is hard. You know, I've worked with a lot of people and just, Close friends, or even myself, you never quite figure it out. I feel like, because it's constantly changing. Whether it's nutrition, physical health, emotional health, as one thing shifts in your life, it all kinds of shifts.
0: And so, can you tell our listeners, you know, you know who you are really, and how um, you've de- developed? This, this structure, the this scalable structure of a yoga studios, and implemented it, and you know, grew up, grew essentially like a, an awesome team of instructors, and where you're at today. Those are some questions that I want the listeners to get to know you a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So Sequoia was something that came to me, uh, my background, and this will make a little bit more sense. My background was exercise science uh, when I went to school. And I did a ton of strength and conditioning. Actually, that was my major. Was I started and I spent a lot of time um, working with sports teams. I was just talking about that today. You know, and those sports teams look like football players, wrestlers, soccer teams, whatever that may look like, and that breeds a different kind of lifestyle. So that need of, you know, that do more, be more, you know, it's never quite enough with where you are. That wasn't super sustainable for me, and that's not really what I wanted for a lifestyle. Because once again, I'm talking to my pers- myself in 10 years, and that doesn't feel really good. So I jumped ship and I moved over to the yoga field, which is quite, uh, quite across there. (laughs) You can imagine that. Um, and I got into yoga because I desperately needed balance in my life, physically, mentally, and emotionally, physically at the age of 19, I was feeling like 72 and that's not it. That's not what it's supposed to feel like. And we all get caught in the same trap of Well, I think we're supposed to feel like shit. You know, well, my low back just hurts. I'm just someone who my low back's going to hurt all the time. I'm just someone who's never going to be able to do that. Well, we believe those lies because we try to tell ourselves that because it's easier to consume. And so I got into yoga, realized that there was a huge lack of balance within my life. And that was the lifestyle I wanted in 10 years. That was what I wanted to be. That was the human that I wanted to create. And instead of looking at people and saying, hey, you're not enough. You need to be doing more. I wanted to look at someone the first day they walked in my studio and look them in the eyes and say, you are enough as you are. Like, if you have goals, absolutely. So that bred into, um, I opened my first yoga studio when I was in college. Kind of did it as a I really would like to. And I have a, a nice little safety net of a shoebox of a room that I'm already living in. So it made it a little bit easier for me as far as risk assessment goes jumped in and said what why the hell not which is just my personality in general is hit the ground running and it kind of took off from there and what that looks like is being a good person working your ass off and understanding that good people will come and my studio is definitely what i am so our three pillars are community right that makes sense as i talk about building a really good community around you Mm -hmm. authenticity because there's no community unless you're being authentic with who you are when you show up. And integrity, saying like, I'm going to do the hard shit because I, like, I need to, right? And there's people here to support me. I can be authentic in that space. So when I struggle, they will support me with my struggle. I am not special. We all struggle. So then that led into my first studio. And then down the road, um, it just made sense to move to another small town about 35 minutes down the road and open another uh, location. And, right, that's changed. I just had a, some good conversations about what that journey has looked like for me over the last not quite four years. And man, has it been a ride. No one, you know, no one gave me the handbook. I didn't know how to do it. So you learn the hard way a lot of the times. So I am not perfect, my friend, but that's the way that you learn the best. <laughs> it's by tripping over every single stump. No, I'm kidding. Uh, try not to trip over all the stumps, listen to other people. Uh, But that's what Sequoia turned into. And even now is pulling back and saying, reevaluating is it that my soul needs now? Because if my soul is not filled, I can't fill other soul. And what is it that the soul of this business looks like? And what does that need to look like moving forward? Okay, well, getting back to the community, get grassroots. Because the people that are so incredibly thankful are the people that need it. You know, I'm not here to be some fad. I'm not here to be some clicky, trendy, whatever. Uh, I show up in my sweatpants that are covered in paint with my baggy sweatshirt. And that's how I encourage you to show up. You don't have to look or be a certain way in order to be a part of my community because that's, who is that authentic to and what are we including in that community, right? Who are we allowing in? Well, that's that's not saying that you're community-based when you're not saying actually you can show up as you are and we love the way you are. And when you do that, you have to really understand what you're saying is hey no really we love you we understand we don't care if you bought three dollar walmart leggings or three hundred dollar you know lululemon leggings it means no difference to us you are not treated any differently like we respect your heart and we see you and what that's looked like for me lately is small towns um because small towns are very personal and they're very authentic you get to feel the beat and the energy and the vibe behind people and i think that where I'm moving towards now. And what we've done um, just recently is done a huge community push in the smaller areas that need it, right? So no, hey, do you make the most money of these places? Absolutely not. But then again, am I living this life to make a ton of money or am I living this life to say, I'm feeding my soul? And that's the hard questions they have to say is, hey, ego put aside, mm-hmm. ego aside, what is it that I need and what, it, how can I serve humans? Because you aren't serving humans if you're saying, hey, I, I just need your money, and I just want you to show up, and I really don't give a shit. So it's saying like, hey, I see you, you're welcome as you are, and we will take whatever you have. Like, that is enough. You are enough. So I think that that's how that's changed over the years, is, you know, really having to understand what those words mean, and understanding how I live into that, and then how do you create a community of instructors, you know, or when I teach a bunch of instructors, how do you, keep that message and encourage that message to move forward in them.
0: They like, what's your why? And that really is a deep question, Um, but really digging into that, you know, what's your why for physical activity? What's your why for exercise? What's your why for your business? Because those are ever always changing. And I think to, to summarize that, like you said, is to really work on yourself. And I love that. So thank you for sharing that. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'll go into the the next part of the question. You know, we're talking about, we're talking about adaptability. So let's, let's say, you know, how do you stay on top of that? You know, how do you stay on top of being, you know, of always evolving, always changing to be the best you? That's that's a question I have for you, Katie.
1: I'm constantly in pursuit of knowledge. And the way that I receive knowledge best, for me personally, once again, this is not going to be the same for everyone else. But the way I receive knowledge is by being around others, right? So the way that I keep myself on top of things is by surrounding myself with hella good people. So evolving and changing, that happens in life regardless. And I can tell you this last year of my life has been more than you could possibly imagine. And instead of looking at at that as, man, this is challenging or this is hard. Instead of, man, this is leading me to something and this is turning me into someone that I'm gonna need down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard someone talk about one time, you know, look at the, you know, talk to the version of you in 10 years. And I do a lot of that is how am I helping that person in 10 years? How can I talk to that person and say, hey, I'm working my hardest for you right now. And so adapting is being able to say like, you know what? that person in 10 years is not the same person I'm looking at right now and I understand that there are steps I'm going to have to take to become that person that person that I want to be and that is health and once again health is mental physical emotional and spiritual so I check back in like there are, there are life things that will say hey check yourself and then those things are a little bit more abrupt and they're harder to handle so my friends If you ask yourself those things instead, instead of waiting for life to throw the, hey, it's time to change, it's time to reevaluate, and saying instead I'm gonna like welcome that, instead of waiting for life to throw it at me and say shit, I'm forced to change, say hey, I'm open to that. So right now it's you know, getting around really cool people, going and taking some workshops from people that I aspire to be like. And honestly, I've been reading some really awesome books that have opened my eyes, my mind, and my heart to a lot of concepts that were kind of foreign to me and that has more than changed my life in this in this last year
0: man that's great to hear that you have grown so much within this past year and i think like you said like you were you're tested um in that and have to check in with yourself on those things and and the real big thing is with that is focusing on you know what can you control with that Mm -hmm. and using your tools that you said, whether it's your environment, you know, set surrounding yourself with the awesome people that support you and your vision or, you know, gaining other knowledge, whether it's reading text, reading different literature, understanding, seeking to understand more information that's relevant to like your growth. And I think that's awesome. I mean, you're, you're, you're crushing it. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Work unless you are invested in them. That it does not look like a weight, that looks like an emotion and a feeling. And that's once again doing some of that spiritual walk inside to say, who am I and what is it that feeds my soul?
0: I love that. God, I can sense the passion in that you saying that. (laughs) And I'm like motivated right now. Um the biggest thing that I also want to kind of build off of that real quick is, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but what's your why driving into that, you know, making it a clear vision and yeah, it's not going to come right away. Right. That's not something that you should instantly know at the top of your head. That's not something that, you know, and maybe it is for some people, I guess, but this, the thing is, is really having that clear crystal clear vision of mm-hmm. seeing yourself, feeling yourself in that, in that opportunity or whatever it is, to see your best Mm -hmm. self and I loved what you said earlier about asking or um, really finding yourself in 10 years you know be the person you want to be in 10 years you know yeah I love that Um, and really investing your in, in yourself with that I love that so much things that work for you what are like three things that you could tell our listeners that really work for you to to define that vision or define lifestyle yeah or define what you're going to be in 10 years you know what (laughs) what are three things that kind of help you with that
1: yeah um this year i've definitely been operating in more of the soft skills uh so a lot of my goals have been very different so when i wrote my goals For 2020 this being a you know a big year and once again all the all the concern and hype of having these goals Mm -hmm. well we talked about goals but goals change too so I think a year-long goal out almost is not achievable it makes it a lot harder so none of my goals this year were based on you know run I have running a 5k on there but not in a certain amount of time because that reaps the happiness out of me and I found in the past or it's not doing a certain thing in business but it's making myself feel a certain way or making my instructors feel a certain way and sure. I think what has changed and shifted most in my life and those three things that mean a lot to me now is hey the first thing um, I was challenged by a friend to write down one thing a week one thing a day for a week about something that you can do that brings you happiness Cause something that legitimately makes your soul happy. And something that legitimately makes my soul happy is like holding hot tea in my hands. Like it is that simple, my friends. It is not some crazy exciting like Finding something that brings you happiness. That could be being around a certain person. So I make time now to schedule out those weekly meetings with my girlfriends that I want to see more often. That every time I see them, these social connect- connections feed my soul. There are those people that when they walk in a room, you are excited to see and everything in your cart like gets excited. Spend more time with those people is what I've realized. Um, the third thing that's been really important to me for this stage of my life, and I realize has changed my overlook of health and wellness. Um, once again, it's more of a soft skill. Is creating really strong boundaries. And I know everyone's heard that a million times before, uh, but that's something that resonates with me very deeply right now. And creating strong boundaries doesn't shut your heart off, like opening your heart to people, but understanding that only certain people need to really experience that. So when you look at people in your life, asking yourself, do these people feed my soul? Not my, not my social need for gossip, not my, they fill me in on all the little things. Like, no, none of that. Does this person legitimately speak to your soul? Are they asking because they care about you? Or are they asking because they care to know? That's been something that like has rang very true to me this year is more of those soft skills, like find the little things, the enjoyment of, Hey, you know what? That conversation or I got an email or this little thing just didn't feel good. I'm going to make myself a hot cup of tea. I'm going to take a couple breaths and realize that life's pretty good in these little moments, right? Yeah. Hey, are these people feeding my soul? Because I'm going to make a point to get them on the schedule on a reoccurring basis. My friends, like seeing your friend once every three months is not enough like schedule the phone calls, schedule the coffee dates. Before you even leave the coffee shop, I have the next one on the calendar. And then saying, you know what? And who am I filling my spaces with? That has absolutely affected my health because what I realized is mental, emotional, and spiritual health feeds my physical health. Because my friends, they are not all separate. It all works together. If you want better physical health, then find a way to make yourself happier in life. Because when you start feeling good about yourself, Emotionally, you have some self-love, you have great people around you, the momentum carries. Like I talked to you the other day, I'm like, run with the good momentum, but you have to start it. Mm. So sometimes physical health, that's the easiest and hardest in some ways for some people, right? It's the easiest because you can put your shoes on and go check off the box. Mm. That, that spiritual health of digging in and saying, what is it that my soul needs? that shit's not easy and it's a lot harder to check off the box because it's constant so I encourage you to choose the unconventional and I promise that that pays off long term
0: man I love that I love the three things that you really identify with and kind of reflecting on that like really setting yourself up for success is for I would say that momentum is one like defining you know your boundaries and defining your, your, your why and defining the small things and and starting, starting there. Like if it's a journey, life's a journey, right? You have to start somewhere. And that's obvious. And that's cliche to say, but you have to start somewhere. If you're on a path towards a better you, you have to start somewhere. And Start with your mindset. Absolutely. Take the the unconventional approach to to give yourself time to sit down with yourself and ask those questions and challenge yourself. Yeah, it's definitely uncomfortable, (laughs) but the most growth, you know, it's, I always relay this to to like any type of exercise, right? Um, The most growth you see is when you have enough stress that stimulates you not too much, not too little, but right where you need it. And from a mental standpoint, if you can, if you can start doing that, God, I don't even want to know like how much momentum you can build.
1: (laughs) Falling short of their goals and it's this endless cycle. We all know it. Hey, well, I really want to lose five or 10 pounds or I really want to hit this max. Okay. So you start off really good your first couple days and you're like, man, this feels really good. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of starts to fizzle out and you go, shit, this kind of sucks. And then by, you know, week two or three, you're like, I don't really want to do this anymore. And the goal falls off. And that speaks to everyone's New Year's resolutions is, well, by February, you even forgot what the hell they were. (laughs) Well, you got to change the inside to have those outside effects. So like, if you take time to be like, hey, I can sit in myself and be super happy about that. Hey, I can sit in who I am and understand what I need then feed those goals because those goals are long-term and I'm really sick of the short-term fixes that people are pushing in the health and wellness industry. And that's what you have to sit back and ask is, are these people really working for me? It's like, once again, knowing who's in your life, understanding what you're consuming, that gets tricky. So you need to be able to sit within yourself and say, hey, I feel good here because then it's long-term because you work from the inside out which I think a lot of these quick fixes are trying to work from the outside end. Mm-hmm. It just does not work that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think planting the seed, you know, you can, if you plant a seed to grow a tree, you know, it takes, oh my God, years to grow. <laughs> right. And so you can't just water the ground and expect the seed not to be planted and then expect growth. <laughs> right. So that's, that's kind of where mm-hmm. I, I like visually like kind of see in, in, Um, The biggest thing that I want to really emphasize in that is also if you are lacking that, you know, guidance to get you to, you know, to that point where you're asking the critical questions for yourself and you feel overwhelmed asking those questions, reach out to people who can help you for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that's something that I've personally struggled with is I, I get very ignorant i will be completely transparent but over the years i've just had to ask the questions and seek to understand the information better from asking others how i can achieve this or asking them what do you think of this and asking those close group of friends or those that Mm -hmm. tight-knit like you like you said like when you prioritize those people in your life that are really impacting you asking those questions um is really going to get you where you where you want to go greatest strengths that have pushed you where you are today and what are the the greatest challenges that have pushed you to where you are today
1: mm, this is that question you never want when you go to like a job interview is they go what are your biggest weaknesses and you go let me spin this off to make it yeah sound like I have all this- <laughs> <laughs> I will be authentic with you though because I okay
0: I, feel you. I have no
1: reason not to be is some of my biggest strengths are my biggest weaknesses. And that is something that has played true to me time and time and time again. My Mm -hmm. biggest strength and weakness is the fact that I show up and I'm willing to work hard. Um, I'm willing to spend a lot of time on the little things and I'm really willing to really invest in people. Okay, well, sometimes that translates into, hey, you're working a little too hard here. This is not sustainable. investing in people does also set you up for a little bit of heartache so you have to understand that your heart has to be open and that there are no um, ulterior motives to that. And I'm here to help you and if that doesn't work out that's fine there's no expectation behind that and that can be super tricky and then yeah. really understanding that sometimes getting lost in those fine details removes you from the bigger picture and that's where I've spent a lot of time is What's made me super successful is this small detail and saying, hey, I'm gonna look at all the different perspectives and do wear all the hats and do all the things. Well, that actually doesn't turn out really well for me sometimes. So doing all the things, hey, like I have to be willing to give up ego and set things aside and say, I'm not the best at this. Someone else can handle that. Then also understanding that when you give power to someone else, we should, is empowering other people. You have to understand that it's not going to be exactly what you wanted and that needs to be okay. Right? Yep. So that's tricky is sometimes my strengths, (laughs) as strong as they are, can also come back and bite me in the ass so hard. So I think it's a balance and what I've tried to spend some more time with this year, thinking about and understanding is when are these things needed and when are they not needed? Because once again, it's not a one size fits all life, you know, hey, my personal life needs to be treated a little bit different than my business life. And that's Mm -hmm. very, very hard to separate.
0: How do you provide clarity to coaching and what I mean by that is coaching for you what do you define as coaching and how do you bring clarity to coaching?
1: Being a support system. I think that's what a coach is. I think that's what it ultimately breaks down to and that's what everyone needs to find is at the end of the day we are much more than check boxes or goals. We are human with so much more than just skin and bones. We have emotional needs we have mental needs and we have spiritual needs. So as a coach, it is my job to see you as everything that you are, not see you as a body, not see you as, you know, a status, uh, not see you as a name and say, Hey, I see you as this human out here trying to do this life thing, just like the rest of us. I see your struggles. I see your strength. Mm-hmm. And I commend you in that. And I'm willing to meet you step by step. And I'm here with an open heart and open arms, understand that you're not perfect and things aren't gonna be perfect. Hey, I understand that you're gonna walk into my studio and have some really shitty days. And guess what? We still love you. I will treat you no differently. And you're gonna come in and have some amazing days that we can celebrate. We can say this is amazing, but we're gonna celebrate the bad days just as much as we do the good. So I think coaching is honestly saying like, hey, I'm gonna walk side by side with you. I'm gonna see eye to eye with you. And I'm gonna see you for more than you are. And I think when anyone Like you had said earlier, hey, if you're struggling, reach out, find those people. Look until you find someone who makes sense. Those people, that connection, if it's a coach, if it's a community of people, do understand that I'm a firm believer you can't do it alone. That is something I I feel so certain about. So if you're looking for a coach or community or whatever makes sense in your life, look for someone who's willing to see you for all that you are, not what you're trying to be, not about what you were in the past, but who you are right here in this second and say, I'm willing to walk through this struggle with you and I'm willing to celebrate and help pick you up. And I think a coach is that is every person that walks in, you know, they may walk in and I can see as soon as they walk in, I can feel their energy and say, Hey, I I got it. I hear you. You don't have to say anything and I understand. And that's what coaching is to me. That's how I approach it at least. And that's just my, my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. I love that. I always like to really, I'll emphasize two things that you said that I really like. One, the first one is obviously like meeting someone where they're at. And the second one here is finding that person of who can work with you in that journey. Because there's so many coaches out there and there's so many different types of coaching. And Mm -hmm. that's great. There's a large diversity of that. But if you have someone that's willing to go to battle with you in the hard times, that okay. is your great coach. That's the coach that you're going to work with and that's going to allow – you're going to be so much more successful. Like, I'm not saying you're not going to be successful with another coach. I'm not going to say that because you can still be successful. But, the like, defining your type of success, like, is – with a great coach is someone who's willing to to walk the war path with you is like i always like to say that who's willing to to put the work in with you and really walk that war path because those people will fight for you and really work with you until the very end and invest in your vision until you get there and beyond that so it's not a finish line that you're meant for it's it's really a defining who's your who's in your corner who's willing to to, to fight the hard battles with you and that takes a lot of asking those questions um, of what's your why why do you want this who are you trying to be in 10 years and how are you going to get there and so I have to work on that I have my own coach (laughs) I will be vulnerable and say that but it's it's willing to to be vulnerable ask yourself those questions of where you're at right now and where do you want to be and that that's such a great thing that you just said katie and i really like that is everything that was essentially summarized within that um and working towards your longer goal but i love it man i'm so pumped up right now (laughs) but uh yeah so the last thing here is really anything that you else you would want to say or your your message to the listeners here i mean i think there's a lot of really good detail in this in this and and so the floor is yours I would if if there's anything else you would like to say here today or any messages (laughs) let let them know preach
1: can I just say I'm reading this book right now and this is super important to me that this has really changed my life and yeah I have no association with this or anything but someone had recommended this to me and this has really changed my entire life and that has kind of sent me on this this journey of understanding and it's called the untethered soul a journey beyond yourself it's by michael singer and it's like on amazon order it it's like 13 dollars or something like that and then order like five more because once you start you're gonna want to give them out to all your friends that is exactly what i did and i have my own personal copy that i continue to read and it's not about getting through it quickly it's about like it's this is taking me three months to read i read a section when i'm ready and when i'm open and willing to say this is my one section and i want to plug it into my life so if you're looking for something like the things that I've talked about, that's something that means a lot to me is this book has really done that for me. Uh, the other thing is like the struggle doesn't stop. Um, that's something that's been really true to me. Don't feel defeated in that. Instead, that let that be something that you understand as we talk about change. Struggle brings change and change is welcomed because you have no idea what is on the other side and it could be 10 times greater than what you have right now. And how, how do I get through the struggle? A, I tell myself I'm not special. And I mean that in a way I'm not beating anyone down and I'm not saying anything ill about myself because you know what, the struggle you're going through, you're not that special. You think you've never had relationship problems? Like you're the only one in the entire world that has had relationship problems? Wrong, you're not that special, everyone has had that. Hey, you haven't had health issues? You're the only one on the face of the earth you think that has had health has had health issues, false, you're not that special. You know, whatever that may be, there are so many people out there, the odds of you being the only one in the entire world that understands your hurt and your pain and your struggle are slim to none. So you are not special in the fact that you do not struggle alone. So try to find a way to embrace that struggle. Like when I talked about the little happy moments, find the little happy moments. And when we talked about, hey, you know, like find the person, don't stop until you, you find the person, the community, the place, the thing that brings you happiness. Not something that checks the box, something that feeds your soul. And you cannot go out and look for that until you've sat with yourself. Let me be clear, friends. You will not find that if you don't know what you're looking for. And that starts by sitting deeply in yourself. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And I promise you, that sets you up for life, not this year's resolutions. So that's, if I had to push anything, I would say those soft skills mean so much more. It's so easy to get caught up and to check the boxes. It's so easy to get caught up in the quick fixes. And that's tempting. We've all been there. We all look at that and go, is that true? I want that. We all want that. It's not true. But I promise that the long-term struggle you are not alone in will feed you and will give you so much more than that short-term could have ever offered. It just doesn't look as glamorous upfront. Like sit in that and be okay with that. Find other people to sit in that with you. Don't stop until you find the people, the people that feed your soul, the people that ask because they care. Those are the things that I honest to God think will set you up for success in anything in life, for health, much more than physical, right? All the things. That's what I encourage people to do is sit in the uncomfortable and know that it pays off eventually.
0: God, I love it man, you should write a book. You should write a book. (laughs) Uh, that's awesome. Um, like I love that. And just going back to being adaptive and being, you know, proactive towards your goals or your lifestyle or whatever it is, like you said, you know, first, like you said, you know, understand that you're, you're not the only one that's doing this. And you're not the only one who's struggling. But and, and second is to follow up with that is to be proactive and ask the questions and seek out the people, seek to understand the knowledge or the education, whatever it is that you need to be a better you and your in your, your tenure, 20 year, 30 year, whatever it is, you. Because mm-hmm. it's it's you versus you at the end of the day. You know, it's not you versus someone else. Because the more you start comparing yourself with others, the more you start thinking negatively. And then you just start bringing yourself backwards. You start going backwards. Um, so I, I love what you said there. And, and I encourage everyone to reach out. If you have questions or if you want to talk to us, we are here for you. Um, this And this is a message on this podcast that the invitation for you to ask the questions for us. Because not a lot of the yes. times... People are looking for that. And if you're looking for that, or if there's something like in the universe that you're like, oh man, this is like something I've been waiting for. This is a call to action for you and to write your hero in your hero's journey for this. And so I, I encourage you to reach out. So but the last Not thing done. here I want to wrap up with is thank you, Katie, for being on our podcast today. Um, I will make sure that if anyone does have does contact us we'll get the information sent to you directly and you'll have that information um from them and like i said uh the biggest thing is if you need to contact us let us know katie where can they reach you at best
1: hey um our facebook page is pretty easy so if you look at sequoia fitness that's a great place to just follow us and see what we got going on we're kind of doing a couple different things in some different areas and we love to see some shout outs so feel free to follow us on social media we're at and direct messages just there or always feel free to just reach out to me personally on my Facebook at Katie Douglas.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to tell us here today, Katie?
1: I think that you have, I have shared my soul, so there should be nothing uh, left.
0: <laughs> we, lo- we love it. We love it. So thank you for being on the podcast here today. And like I said, guys, we'll give you the information so you can reach out to Katie. Um so-